you looking for solid answers on why our healthcare system is so jacked up? Tired of the soft talk and ready to get real? Then turn up the volume and tune into smashithealthcare.com, where real, serious medical advisors are discussing how to save our healthcare system. Get ready to get smashed. Hey, Smashers, welcome back. Smashithealthcare.com. This is the show where serious medical advisors talk about saving healthcare. And I've got Johnny B. Lightning, Danny from Soho, and my name is Bob Salvat. And guys, we're going to talk today about an interesting topic that's kind of been, I don't know, it came out to the, to, to, to the forefront uh, a, a year ago, a little over a year, a couple years ago, I think it's been now. And then it kind of like receded back in the shadows. And recently, some interesting information has come out about this, and they are going to enforce this a little bit bigger. So I'm excited about today's show. It is about price transparency and healthcare. Provider price transparency, healthcare facility pricing transparency. So if you're you know, a provider, if you're working in healthcare, if you're working in med device, a distributor, a rep, um, you know, you work in executive management at a healthcare facility, this is the show for you. So turn up the volume, listen up, and we're going to get dig deep on some of this stuff. John, how you doing, buddy? How's it going over there? Doing fantastic, Bob. I'm uh, glad to be on the show. Glad to have Danny from Soho in mixing for us. Um, Danny from Soho. What's up, Danny baby? How you doing? That was for you, Danny. Oh, hey, Danny. You there? Yeah. The show started, Danny. Danny are, you on, show started. Are, are you on mute, Soho? Yeah. He's, he's smoking his cigar. Love it. Love it. Well, listen, you know. He's uh, arm wrestling the tug robot right now. <laughs> Stop it, you and your dang robots. Uh, this transparency bit is going to be, uh, uh, it, this is a hot, hot topic, Bob. It, it, it's this is this is hot this is uh you know for for the listeners out there you know for the smashers out there as you say uh you know why is this important to you i'll tell you why this is important to you because if we can bring down the overall cost of healthcare, then your insurance will drop precipitously yeah the, but, the, the, the cost john 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 here here's the problem with this here's the problem with this you don't like what I said? There are, listen, there are full on hospitals, businesses. People have gone into, they live in the margins. They, they've they actually, because of the lack of transparency, they've, they've made a business out of it. I mean, well, look, let's shoot, let's just, you know, punch them right in the chest right now and say, hey, look, we, we know that's what's going on, right? So, so if, if I pull the sheets off right now, I mean, it ain't gonna look pretty under there, right? Let me tell you something, Bob. Let me tell you. Let me just tell you something. If you're a capitalist, and I think everybody on this show is a capitalist, okay? If you're a capitalist, then what you need to understand is cost, margin, and revenue. Listen, there's not a there's not a stadium that's been built in the last fifty years where down to the penny. The contractor knew exactly what his cost for concrete was going to be. And that number, there had to be an honest conversation with with the the entity that was paying for that for that job to be done. They knew on their end 
what their calculations for the concrete was as well. But you know what? The concrete guys are still in business because they get a margin. They right. get a margin. Sure. There's nothing wrong with it. that's called capitalism. Sure. They provide it. you. I'm going to provide you a, a, like Robert Kraft, right? When he when he built his stadium, it's an interesting story up there. Just was up in the Northeast. So it's kind of it's kind of on the on the tip of my tongue. Bob Kraft built his own stadium. He bought the stadium. It's not owned by the taxpayers. Do you know what the beauty of that is? They can't kick him out. His team, his stadium, he's he that's that's his business. Right. You know? Right. And you don't think that it, Bob Kraft knew exactly down to the penny what the cost of the concrete was before he started his project? It's a little Come bit on. different. A little Come bit on. different. Okay. No, a little it's, bit. It's Listen, if I'm exactly. putting if I'm putting an implant inside of you, okay, and you've got to live with this thing for the rest of your life. I mean, this just it's not like a car you trade in on a lease program. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, I built this stadium and 50 years later we're going to go build another stadium. I mean, this thing is is, is supposed to be with you for life, right? So uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm stripping it away and I'm looking at it like this. You can look at it like that. And I agree with you. I'm not I wouldn't even argue with you on that end of it. My argument on the front end of the transparency model is this. It's very simple. If the government wasn't in healthcare, period, okay? There was no Medicare, no Medicaid, and it was just a commercial market. Then the people would be doing this on their own. Bob, if you if you went to the emergency room because you were sick, you'd be looking at every line item and, and complaining why that Tylenol they gave you was 50 bucks. You'd be having the conversation. But right. because but because some of healthcare, not all of healthcare, but it's because some and, and it's becoming increasingly more year by year because that there is a chunk of healthcare that is paid for by you and I, the taxpayers, there's a lot less sunshine on those transactions. There's a lot less, you know, wriggle raggle about the $50 tunnel because it's just, it's just lumped into my taxes and you know what? Ta- taxes are forever. I'm going to pay them till I die. There's nothing I can do about it. I, I don't have to like it, you know, or, or I can be weird and love it. You know, there's two sides to every coin. But my point is, when you get the when you get the taxpayer involved, there's got to be sunshine to create a more pure capitalist market. I'm not saying we should have social medicine. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is we've got to remove all of the grayness so that we, the American taxpayer, can start having the conversation about what is acceptable in terms of cost for our health care. Period. That's all I'm saying. Right. Right. No, I hear you. I, I I get it. But you know, there's a reason. Okay. And we'll we'll medcitynews.com put out an article and they said that less than five percent of hospitals that they found were compliant with that. this tra- transparency rule. It's a, it's a law, by the way. It's not like a yeah. suggestion. It's right. a law. Right. It's a law. <laughs> it's a law. Five percent. Five percent. If yeah. you and I run our business that way, we're eh, in jail. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Eh. Right. But these companies, you know, I it's just crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, I think the taxpayers need an advocate and I think they have the right. Right. And the federal government has a right to say, hey, if you're going to receive some of our you know, taxpayer money to subsidize your 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 programs and things like that and, and, and CMS and the whole bit that, hey, 
um, yeah, we need some pricing transparency. We need to understand that better. But here's the deal, right? You have to have the infrastructure in place to be able to hand something like handle something like this because this is a tangled web they've woven, my friend. This yeah. is not something easy that we're talking about, right? So, yeah. so not only that, but there's a lot of um, people by way of you know not being malicious, you know, understand that. And they've they've kind of you know uh, I don't know hidden in the shadows a little bit on the on the way things work and the way and they shouldn't they shouldn't they th this should be definitely something that we move towards that we start to clean up you know it's kind of like you built this huge company right you built this massive company and every time you upgrade your product because your product's selling like hotcakes you just throw everything back in the storeroom. And before you know it, you know, the airplane industry, the, the airline aviation industry has this problem, right? They have hangers and hangers and hangers full of inventory. They don't even know what the heck is in there. You know, it's the same with, with these hospitals. Is they have all this data, all this information, plethoras of, of data and information. And now you're asking them, hey, listen, we need you to go back and we need you to look at all of this. And we, and we need you to do it in real time also. And we need to identify what you can be transparent on or which is everything that you need to be transparent on in order for us to be compliant with this rule and guess what five percent of hospitals could figure it out yep that's crazy crazy right yeah oh can well, you imagine I, I, I would i would say it differently okay i I'll, I'll say the same thing but let me say it differently tell me tell me what you think tell me if you agree disagree or yeah Okay. I would say that 5% of hospitals can afford to do right. it. Right. I agree with you. Because this is not cheap. No, it's it not. It is not. Providing price transparency for every line item in every hospital times, however many, you know, satellite hospitals you've got in a network, for some of these big networks, you you're talking... You're talking hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, you're not talking about a little team of like four or five people working on it. You're talking about no. a village and you they're did. they're not doing their regular one. job to to yeah. do it. They're they're stopping everything and they're going through and they're making sure that this is this is system okay. one. Right. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, the UDI mandate, the unique device identification mandate. Yeah, yeah. Where they turned around and they told all these medical device suppliers, hey, you got to have unique identifiers for everyone. And you got to have this, you know, this infrastructure and all that data. And you got to be able to report that. And, and the medical device industry is like, what do we do to you? You know, and at the yeah. same time, they're trying to do the medical device tax. And they're like, you're hitting us from two ends of the, 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 the stick here, buddy. This isn't fair. You know, I actually agree with it from a biologic standpoint. Just oh, 100%. You know, it's, it's a it's an infectious risk. Yes. But, but from from inert objects, uh, titanium, cobalt, chrome, stainless peak, you know, the, the ceramics that are used, they're, they're not they're not a spike in infection. They're just not. Uh, I don't know. They, there's some stories where they've skipped some processes on. Um, you yeah, but know, that's on the hospital, not on the device maker. If they didn't know the it, device maker skipped some processes in making the pedicle screw or whatever, and it just deteriorated in the patient's spine and their spine just fell apart because they tried to get a, a cheaper alloy. Ew. They tried to skip a process. And, you just and, said cheaper. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Less yeah. efficacious, less efficacious, <laughs> less efficacious. Sorry. <laughs> so. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think 100 percent that they need to be tracking all of that stuff. And, and you know, maybe I'm a little bit biased because of my experience in history. But uh, I, I think for for sure, 100 percent, 
tissue, but, you know, especially prosthetic devices and all the things that they've had with those. And, you know, you just, you've got a moving part in there, any moving part whatsoever, you know, and, and any lot number could be recalled. I mean, it, that's just, that, that just has to happen. You know, it's going to be, be interesting with the tissue bank stuff when uh, they start going through these cadavers and, you know, who, who passed away from COVID, you know, and whether or not they're going to be able to use their biologics. But that's, that's a whole nother show. Yep. So, all right, pricing transparency. So you've got less than 5%. Why do you think, let's get into the nitty gritty here. Why do you think only 5% of these hospitals are are able to be compliant we we mentioned it it takes a team right cost but what okay cost right mm-hmm. okay that's, but that's th- that's a big one but i've got another big one for you sure you, you want me to fire it yeah they want to live in the margin i agree with you 100 100 they it's easy to live in the margin it's easy to live in the margin it's easy to live in the margin and they when you don't want to do something you'll come up with a thousand reasons why you don't bob let's unpack that okay because not all of our listeners are are healthcare gurus medical and business gurus right unpack the margin for us explain the margin why it's important for our listeners to understand exactly what we mean so if if you're selling if you're selling a a when you look at what a patient actually gets built versus what a medical device manufacturer might bill the facility it's a totally different number yeah i mean they're not just transferring that cost it it it, it's i mean we saw it in the book with uh marty mccari right it's it's like twice two to three times the amount sure i mean i i've i've seen it where they had a kid who who got uh, a scoliosis procedure done. This was a friend of the family, and right. they 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 straight up told me it was a hundred and eighty thousand dollar bill, right? For for and I know and you know that surgery they did not bill out one hundred and eighty thousand dollars, not even close. Yep. As a matter of fact, if the hospital beat up the the supplier enough, it was it was a much you know you're you're talking but then you know you have facility fees and all these other things and the per right. day care and then they you know they got to get the kid out and you know then there's the professional fees and sure you know and all of that so there's all these fees and then they're hiking up just a little bit on all these fees some of them they're hiking up a lot well there's different billers right you know when you go in yep. for surgery you don't just pay the hospital you pay the hospital which is the facility there's a facility fee there's a professional clinical fee which is the doctor yep. There's also an anesthesia fee for most of these. Okay. Right. Now let me let me unpack it a little bit further and I'll I'll break it down into simple math. The difference between what a medical device manufacturer sells an implant to the hospital for and what that hospital charges you after you've had the surgery for it, that's the margin. The the cost of the the difference yes. in there is the margin. Now, a lot of people are saying, my gosh. You know, you know, Bob just said that they're going to double and triple charge for that implant. Well, let me let me let me scrape out now. Let let me give let me give the hospitals and the facilities a little pat on the back, a little reprieve from our from our lightning tongues today and explain explain to the patient how much unseen cost goes into their surgery. Okay, first of all, from a global standpoint, there might be 50 to 100 people working on the floor that day. Okay. None of them get a professional component. They cannot bill a professional fee. Their salaries are covered by what the, that margin that a hospital can get for selling that implant. Sure. Right. Now, another, another thing that, that uh, a lot of people don't understand is that these hospitals 
have losing specialties. And what do I mean by that? No matter what they're allowed to bill for those subspecialties. And the biggest one, believe it or not, is this is sad, OBGYN. Okay. So every time a, a, um, a family comes in and has a baby, that hospital loses money. No matter how good your insurance is, no matter what that hospital charges, what they get reimbursed is at a loss for that. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. It, it, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't agree. It, with it. It, it may not be. It may not be a hundred. Now, if 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 it was not natural childbirth, okay, I I somewhat agree with so you. So you're you're talking about a tough procedure. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, saying yeah. you know I, if the baby I, I, was breached or you know if sure, something sure, you sure, know sure. And they had to do a C-section or something but, like but that. But my but my point to you in general is there are subspecialties inside of certain hospitals that don't really make money. Now, if they, if they, if they, if they were running more efficiently, would they make money? We could debate that. We can argue that. Right. But they generally, as a, as a, as a line item in their, in their statement, they're going to write off an entire subspecialties inside of hospitals. Now, could they make them profitable? We could, we could debate that they, but my point is they don't. So right. they have to that why they want to live in the margins is to cover all those specialties. And then there's one last thing. And these and I'm just kind of glossing over the top three that hit my mind. If you live next to a level one trauma center, there are credentials and minimum practices that they have to have to adhere to to maintain their level one trauma center status. Okay? Right. And every one of those comes from the margins. Every one of them, because they don't get more money just because they're level one. That's not necessarily true. They do in certain circumstances, but across the board, they don't get more money just because they get to call themselves a level one trauma center. However, as a person of that community, you are certainly happy that if your mom is sitting at dinner and she has an aneurysm, she can get in an operating room and in, in a, uh, right. a, a neuro can, can be in there clipping that thing in 60 minutes. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. So, so you to live in that neighborhood with that level one trauma center is a, a huge feather. In what, your a, what a unique business, right? Is that you, you, you know, and how do you do that with pricing transparency? I mean, how do you sit down with the federal government and go and tell them exactly what you just said and have them look at you straight face and say, well, we don't care. You need to be, <laughs> you know, transparent about this. Well, that's you know? because they don't have a good argument for you. Right. I mean, trust me, whenever somebody right. says when everybody, somebody stops the conversation and says, not our problem. Right. Not right. our problem. It means they don't have a really good way to rebut what you've said, which which is a, which is a, a side handed way of saying you're right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I sent you this. Something came across Twitter the other day and it was like a hospital bill back in like the 50s did i send that to you and it was i never saw that no it was someone having a baby and they had the actual receipt and they 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 or the the bill and they they copied it and it was crazy right and it was like it was like to have the baby it was like they were billed like 150 bucks (laughs) and they're like with even with inflation today they're like like 500 yeah it was like 500 today and and it's like What I mean, what the heck is going on? So I I, I think that, yes, you are right, but I do think that it's gotten out of hand just a little bit. You know, I think that the reason for the pricing transparency, 
you know, man, it is because people, you know, in, 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 in high places finally understand how out of hand it's gotten and that it needs to be fixed at some point you, you have to put on the tourniquet, right? Yes. At some point, you got to say, look, we, we, we're hemorrhaging. We're not just trickling blood. Before it was okay because we were trickling blood a little bit. You know, we went from $150 to have a baby. Now, you know, then it, then it became 300 Then it became 450 Okay, but now we're at ten grand. So, you know, it's, it, it's got to stop. It's got to stop because this is natural childbirth. The, the, the mom was in for all of two days. You know, she yeah. didn't want to stay the third. You mean and we she, can't charge 150 bucks for a childbirth anymore? Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Can't go back it's to crazy. the old days. The yeah, simple times. it's crazy. And it, and and I swear, like if you do a procedure like me with that one procedure, if I didn't want anesthesia, you know, everybody's looking at you like, what? You don't yeah. want anesthesia? Well, crazy. the reality was they they wanted to charge a crazy amount of money. They right. needed to charge me 2,500 bucks to put me to sleep for 20 minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. That's <laughs> insane. Bob just couldn't get as a as a smart consumer. Bob just couldn't get his head around it, so he's going to endure the pain. No, that I didn't even. I didn't. It didn't. To be honest with you, I I feel kind of. It didn't even cross my mind until afterwards. I was like, why are they so pushy about this stuff? Well, because <laughs> later on, I saw one of my my wife's bills, and it was twenty five hundred bucks for anesthesia. Danny from Soho like, does uh, anesthesia on the side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how his that's how his date calendar stays so full. He that's does it. it on the side. Danny, he, he moonlights. Dan, are you there? Is he even there? I, I thought I'd get a round of applause for that. I for think sure. this is a recording. We're watching a recording of Danny sitting in front of the. Can I? Can I get a? Can I at least get a crow? Can I get I a crow? Oh my <laughs> oh, gosh! No. I knew this was going to happen. No bueno. Been used once or twice, and it's broken. It's broken. So we used it too much. You bring up an excellent point, John. I mean, look, there's there's a lot of different systems and way that hospitals and ways that hospitals work. Right. There's there's certain part of the hospitals that uh, make money. There's certain part of the hospitals that don't make money as much. Uh, then there's other reasons why they have to the level one trauma centers. They have to be compliant with certain things in order. Yep. To, so it's a tangled web that's woven and they almost have to like, you know, go through everything and try to fix everything in order to be compliant with this, because they know that once this pricing transparency happens, right then they're going to have to just completely reorganize. And it's it, it, and what's and it's interesting is, no, it's not cheap to do that. But what's interesting is, is if they did do that, okay, if they did do that, I, I, I don't think it's it, it would be such a bad thing. Right. I just don't. I think that they would say, all right, you know, do we really need this many people working in this department? You know, okay, do we really? And we would start to eliminate the waste. Would it be tough for for that transition period? Hundred percent. It would be. It would be horrible. Um, and they would go through really. But I think instead of the government stepping in and saying, "Hey, we're going to penalize you if you're not compliant with this," there should be some sort of grant or program that says, "Hey, if you make the transition by this date." We will grant you this money. And if you're willing to agree to that, you can get this money. And if you if you don't do it, you're going to owe us this money back plus a penalty. Well, they're already they've already got a fee, a fine schedule set. Right. The, the uh, right. This that, is in the, that's already. Yeah, I saw that yeah, article. The, the Sherm, the Sherm article. How does it how is the range so big? So the range 
and the fines. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. I, there's someone who, who just probably doesn't even know this number, and they're going to fall right out of their chair right now. Uh, so this article, just so you know, Mr. CEO of that hospital out there, came out July 26, 2021 at 6.45 p.m. This is Med City News. And the fines range from $109,500 to $2 million per hospital per year. And this Sounds was like real money to me. Right. This is in a new rule announced three days after the Washington Post published the report. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services proposed these stringent penalties for noncompliance. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Well, you know, and that's uh, it's the carrot and the stick, right? I mean, the the fines are uh, well, we could take a chance and they don't catch us this year, or they could absolutely smack us with a two million dollar fine. My yeah, advice and- to the CEOs right now is get yourself transparent because <laughs> because. We're well, not going to miss. And if I'm a CEO a $2 right now, fine. if I'm a CEO right now and I'm like, you know what, man, why don't you stick it where the sun don't shine? Because this hit right in the middle of COVID. Yeah. I they know. hit me with this pricing transparency thing and then COVID hit. Right. So, you know, thank you for your thank you, but no thank you for your, well, the question your generous I have, comment. The question I have is where does it stop? Right. Because this is where the transparency thing gets real, real sticky. So today is the hospitals, right? Right. Who right. is it tomorrow? Who, who's going to have to show? So if you do, if you set, if if I'm a medical supplier and I I do business that does, that's transparent, they could absolutely turn around and tell me I've got to be transparent about every every part of my business too, right? There, there's a serious clock ticking on what you just said, and and it has to do with two things: quantum computing and AI. Because when quantum computing and AI really gets a hold of this data and they really start crunching those numbers and you have a robot or a calculation, simple math that's just not wrong, that that's it. I mean, party's over. Yeah. I, I listen, I I think the bottom line is this. We we can get we can go through this, uh, we can go through every line item. Okay, and there's millions of them. But the bottom line is this. The more efficient and the more digital you can become. Right. And the more and the more technologically advanced you can become running any business. Now is the time. Right. And and, and let's give a shout out to this company here. Epic. So Epic, Epic helped this company go through millions or company, a healthcare facility go through millions of lines of of rows of data, right? And, and figure it all out so that they could be compliant. They ended up being one of the 5%. Um, but this company Epic, how many, I wonder how many hours of just data entry. Oh, uh, could you imagine throw up? I mean, the man hours uploads, because that's the one thing that, that, that the, uh, the robots can't do. Right. They can't data. Could you imagine being in that board meeting? (laughs) Right. So let's talk about this pricing transparency thing. (laughs) You just slumped down in your chair like, oh, the time, the quotes. Not our problem. Not our problem. Right. 
<laughs> you know what, though? You know, I, it, this wouldn't be smash it if we didn't bring out, you know, a little uh, a little ode to our boy Elon and what he announced this past week. Yeah. And bringing out these, you know, we talk about AI and quantum computing. So Elon has made the determination, excuse me, Mr. Musk has made that determination. <laughs> I, love, I love your Musk. <laughs> that, uh, you know, the Tesla vehicle is already 80% sentient being, but it's just in the shape of a car. So now they're going to put it in the shape of a, of a humanoid. What does that mean, sentient being? Can you describe this I to me? I don't even know. It's some I mean, sort of Mars lingo. That's I have a very for... extravagant word. You know what you need, Danny? You need to get either a rocket landing kind of sound or you've got to get remember my favorite Martian like that dude that I'll tell you what that show a, another you great plug sound that into your broken machine can, can we get the sound of a barge like <laughs> coming out to pick up our, to pick out our <laughs> terrible thoughts I want a drone barge sound to come and rescue give me a bowl Bob. of beans I'll give you a sound of a barge <laughs> I'll I'll barge you all day. I want a barge sound to rescue Bob from his horrible points. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Listen, AI, quantum computing, Tesla, humanoid robot. What now? Yeah. Holy smokes. Right. Can you imagine this freaking dude walking around the hospital? Star Trek. Here we come, baby. I'm telling you, their surgeries are going to happen consultative services seriously you know you don't have a cardiologist on staff because you're in rural america and you need one well guess what we got a tesla centioid that's coming over here to give us a consult based on you know the the quantum computing facts of everything that could go wrong through your heart he just said he he just said centioid you can't say you can't say that word without it saying it in a robot voice. I mean, Danny, is that you? Are you making those noises? Do that again. Anyway, so you're going to get a centioid. You know who needs to go through a million lines of data? Yeah. Is that freaking centioid? Yeah, the centioid. I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna copyright or trademark that. So if, if that's not being used out there, you know, that's a smash it term. He'll be 100% centioid by the time he's done with all that data entry. We have deployed our centioids into our field today. They are going through <laughs> millions of lines of data. We will be compliant by September 1st. It will take us negotiating with centioid. five days. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Look, Elon, look, he's trying, man. He's trying because the next, the next announcement is going to be like, we have decided to use Tesla sentioid beings to do surgery because they already kind of behave like a surgeon anyway. And so we're just going to do it. And I'm out. Hey, my question, though, is do you have to plug them in or are they going to be battery based? Solar. They're going to have solar domes and a solar put a solar, big helmet on that doctor, a solar backside. Solar Anus. They're going to be lithium battery based. Each each sentient and each sentient is going I'm to weigh one thousand pounds. I'm excited. Ten years from now, I'm going to have one. No. Yeah, I'm not. going to have one. They're not going to. I don't know to. what I'm going to name them though. You got to name them. What are you going to name yours? El uh, Elroy. Wasn't that Elroy. George Jetson's dog. Oh, that was a boy. That wasn't the. Oh, it was Elroy. Rosie. Was this boy. 
Rosie was, was the that was the robot. That was the robot. Jane, his wife. <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> Roy. I don't know. I don't know. I might call him. I might call him Elon. We're gonna get sued from the Jetsons just for <laughs> totally. I think. I think we're out of the time frame. I think we're out of the time frame. Uh, I'm gonna scare the crap. I'm gonna this. scare the crap out of everybody, and I'm gonna name mine Snake Eyes. Oh, geez, here we Snake go. Snake Eyes, come over here. <laughs> Chop up gonna, these vegetables. You're gonna have a lot of friends. <laughs> you see what Snake Eyes did to Bob last night with that fillet knife? <laughs> so I was at dinner with Bob, and there was this fly buzzing around. All of a sudden, this Chinese star comes across, hits a fly, hits the wall, and Snake Eyes says, "You're welcome." Where's the bard sound when you need it? all right so anyway that was good okay so i'm looking at tiger buford over here old tiger from ortho streams and he has a an old article on this not too old i mean 2019 right and so this is this is kind of a thing that i think trump put out right and they 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 required the the hospitals were required to post their list prices online but it says that that information has been very hard to use and it doesn't tell consumers much about what they are likely to pay so the new rule makes hospitals show what they really pay for services not the list prices and requires them to make the information easy to read and easy to access so get that so not only do they have to go through all these lines of data but they have to provide it to the patient in a way that's easy to read. Yeah. I mean, isn't that like printing out a bill? Yep. What are, isn't that what we're talking about? A yep. line item bill, right? Yeah. So what's so difficult about that? Shouldn't be, but nobody really wants to live outside the margin. I'm going to make a movie called The Margin. Oh my gosh, where's that barge when you need it? All right. So they're finalizing a rule. It requires them to display their secret negotiated rates to patients. It started in January 2021. Okay. So now it's in full effect and they're coming after these hospitals to get their money. And CMS, who is the authority, I guess, on this, has now established what those fines are. How did they come up with that? Where did they come up with 109 grand? You know who we're going to have to talk to about this? Jack who? Diamond. I bet he knows. Jack. We got to talk to Jack. I bet you Jack does know. Jack doesn't know. Jack knows somebody who knows. He does. Jack he knows does. more people than Elon Musk. I could tell you that Jack for on the show? sure. Oh, oh, maybe that's what I'll call my centioid. Jack. Jack. Hey, there's Jack. Just, just call him Mr. Diamond. Mr. Diamond. Yep. That's a cool name. That is a good name. Jack, way better than down- snake eyes. Jack, will you allow me to download your brain into my Sendoid? <laughs> Jack, uh, Jack, Jack, Jack's, Jack's, actually, Jack's actually the head of BMD Law. If any, if any of you out there need any legal advice um, or would like to work with one of the best law firms known to man. We call BMD, them best in the biz. B- best in the biz. Best in the biz. Creme de la creme. BMD law, check them out. Look, um, yeah, let's 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 wrap this up. I think pricing transparency is real. 
it's here to stay. Um, I think that the companies that are surrounded into data intelligence that uh, are able to take this data, crunch this data, make it in a way transparent to the patients that are out there, and we're able to look in the margins and actually see where savings, real savings are, uh, occur. I know Jack's big on this, right, yeah. of you know cost and value, of looking at that matrices of cost and value. That's a big thing, guys. We have to do that. Right. We have to understand that a lot better and then get into where we can actually redistribute those funds. Right. And make healthcare better. Right there. And we joke about robots, but there are robots making a difference in healthcare, And 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 we need to be sensitive to that because there's a lot of uh, procedures out there that could be improved upon. That could be less invasive. That could be more Star Trek like. So uh, smashers, if you're out there and you're listening and you are a serious medical advisor about saving healthcare. Listen, reach out to us, hit us up on Twitter, go to smashithealthcare.com, send us a message on the contact form. We'd love to have you as a guest. You know, uh, if you provide some valuable feedback in those messages and, and come on the show and let's continue the conversation. All right. In the meantime, this is Bob Salvat, Johnny B. Lightning, and Danny from Soho, and we are out. If you like today's show, then join the mission. Become a fellow smasher. We're passionate about saving healthcare. Subscribe, like, share, tell your friends. Together, we can make a difference. Go to smashithealthcare.com. This show was brought to you and sponsored by omedza.com.